Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he sat at table. When the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. In the Synoptic Gospels, this woman is unnamed. In the Gospel of St. John, it is Mary, the sister of Martha and Lazarus. Notice what she does. She does something impulsive. She takes an alabaster jar, a very expensive ointment, and she doesn't pour it out drop by drop, as you and I might do, as if to symbolized by the slowing of the pouring, the generosity of the giver. She breaks it all at once and pours it on him. And in the Gospel of St. John, she pours it on his feet and wipes his feet with her hair. And the whole house is filled with the smell of the ointment. This impulsive act of generosity. She gives everything for a moment as we are supposed to give everything for a moment. But the other disciples, led by Judas, object. And Judas is the one who says, why this waste? This ointment might have been sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor. Notice he immediately fixes a price on it. It was Oscar Wilde who said that a cynic is someone who knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. He fixes a price. He's concerned about that price, too. What he might have had, except for this woman's act of love. He's not concerned about the poor, as St. John tells us. He's a thief. He wants his share. But this kind of love is something that doesn't allow for that, as true love never does. True love doesn't count the manner of love, it simply keeps giving. That's what love is all about. That's what the Eucharist is all about. God continues to give himself to us over and over and over again, day in, day out, um, in spite of sometimes our unworthiness and our rejection of him. He continues to give himself. It seems impulsive, but it's the very nature of God to give love. So Judas objects. In fact, in the Gospel of St. Matthew and St. Mark, it is immediately following this that he goes to the chief priests and the scribes and says, what will you give me if I deliver him to you? Now, was that the complete motive? I don't think so. Undoubtedly, it was part of it. He was denied something he very much wanted. He wanted that something from those 300 denarii. 
But you know, I think I've said this before. The first time that we hear of Judas in the Gospel of St. John is when our Lord announces the Eucharist in the sixth chapter of the Bread of Life Discourse. That's, that's the first time that he is mentioned as a traitor. And the last time that we see Judas with the twelve is at the Last Supper when our Lord gives us the Eucharist. You almost get the impression that Judas' betrayal is part greed and part some resentment for the generosity of our Lord in giving himself to us. Judas didn't understand generosity. and The more he saw, the more he resented it. So, uh, our Lord now gives us himself tonight. Let's spend a few moments in adoration of him uh, before we have benediction.